Welcome to the Acer Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Eric Melin. He's from the Swedish University of Agricultural Sciences. He recently published an article entitled The Moral of the Story, Populism and Activism in Entrepreneurship. He co-authored this paper with Johan Garfors and Richard Ferguson. It will be published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Teller and Francis. Eric, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you for having me. I look forward to, to talk a little bit uh, about our research. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Uh, yeah, that's a good question, Vincent. I think... Uh, As I recall it, it began with uh, my colleagues and I discussing uh, society at large and the social and political developments in, in society as we saw it. I think this was around 2018, so a few years back. And we, we talked a lot about how we saw a lot of populism and activism in society and how these elements had come to play a, a very important role in our daily lives. Um, and to be a little bit more specific, I remember that we talked a lot about the situation in the US. So, for example, we talked about the 2016 election, uh, the Robert Mueller investigation, the uh, debates on Hillary Clinton's email server and so on. So a lot about that. But we, we also talked about other situations. So, for example, climate change activism, Greta Thunberg and Fridays for Future and so on. And uh, I remember also that we spent a lot of time on discussing how we saw different narratives that were uh, developing around these events, around Uh, climate change activism around the US election and so on. And we saw new stories about these events developing almost every day. So we were very interested in this because there were so many so-called truths surrounding them, these specific events. And it also seemed like um, that uh, the events could be used and bent in different ways depending on the specific situation. So basically you could use a specific event regarding climate change or, or the election or, or whatever for different purposes to support your own agenda. So we were very interested in how this, how this worked uh, because it seemed like you know, the specific storyteller that told the story about these things could uh, uh, develop different stories depending on the, the current context he or she was, you know, engaging with. And we, we are not political scientists, we are rural entrepreneurship uh, researchers, rather. So we, based on what we talked about and saw in society, we wanted to explore and see if this was also the case in rural entrepreneurship and what we called you know 
on a low, lower volume because this was, you know, high volume. It was everywhere in the media, as I think we all recall. So what was happening in, in the rural on a lower volume? We were very interested in this. Could we see the similar things occurring there? And um, fortunately, we had um, recently back then uh, carried out another project on uh, rural entrepreneurship and uh, within the frame of this project we had uh, uh, identified a moose park uh, that had a very to our minds strong narrative about how entrepreneurship was conducted in this moose park and how it came into existence so um, um, we wanted to see if we could uh, use what we have talked about more broadly about societal development, about individualism and collectivism, and uh, see how this played out in, in this Moose Park. So uh, how did actually individualism and uh, collectivism materialize in this Moose Park? How did it contribute to the narrative surrounding it? Uh, we were also interested in how the specific context matters uh, mattered here, uh, if it could help us understand what was actually going on. So that's that's basically what uh, what we talked about. Uh, we wanted to follow individualism and collectivism, or as we saw it, populism and activism in this moose part. So basically, that's how you know how the paper ID emerged. What are the main contributions of this paper? Uh, well, I think uh, to any entrepreneurship researcher, I think it's it's obvious that the there has been a, a long-standing discussion on whether entrepreneurship is something individual, if it's one entrepreneur that does it, or if it's rather a, a collective social process. Um, on the one hand, we have been heavily occupied with individual entrepreneur for a long time, but in recent decades, we have also brought in the social and the collective that entrepreneurs change things together with other people. Context matters. So, and I think what we contribute in our paper is that we show and explain that entrepreneurship, that it could actually be both of these. It could both be something individual, also be something collective. So I think that is what we, what we add. And to be a little bit more specific, we have uh, engaged with this through, study, through a study of storytelling. And we, ha we have seen that sometimes entrepreneurs put themselves heavily in the focus and draw attention to themselves as individuals. And in, in some way they reinforce and the established myths of individualism, that in, the, the strong individual is very important. But I think we, we also show here that it isn't just about the individual. Uh, the individual is important, but other people are also very important for something to happen, for for change to occur. So I think to sum it up, we we show that um, 
the rules of entrepreneurship, for instance, about this individualism that I talked about, that is important and that is something that entrepreneurs make use of, but uh, um, they also break the rules of the game. That's how change occurs. So uh, that I think is broadly speaking what we contribute. And I think, as I said, context is important here because uh, uh, the specific context that the entrepreneur operates within for the moment or is embedded in as we as we see it affects how this plays out so you could uh, 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 you could emphasize uh, the individual perspective in some scenarios but the collective aspects in others so you know to be a little bit more specific in our case when we followed how this moose pack moose park came into existence we saw how the story about how uh, the moose man as we call this entrepreneur in in our study uh, that the story about how he took care about the moose uh, calf um, that was you know it was always an important event, but he could bend this story about what actually happened depending on the current situation. So from sometimes it was his idea and he came up with this because of this specific event. In other scenarios, others are more highlighted. So yeah, he may have took, uh, taken care of the cough, but uh, family and friends it wouldn't have happened without them. So I think we we show that this is actually a little bit more complicated. It could be both individual and, and collective. It depends a little bit on the situation actually. So entrepreneurial storytelling, if we if we take that into account, it's actually something more fluid. It, it's not a it's not fixed. A story could uh, develop in many different ways, depending on you know who uh, the entrepreneur talks with and where he is or she is at the moment. So it's something that's co-produced. Others are very. What was for you the the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge or challenges you face into answering this question? <laughs> yeah, that's that's also a good uh, question. I think we <laughs> we had several uh, theoretical and methodological challenges here. Uh, specifically, I think we struggled a lot with uh, explaining the connection between populism and. Uh, activism and individualism and collectivism. Uh, so basically, how do we make sense of all these four concepts? Because we we wanted to contribute to uh, uh, the discussion on individualism and collect. Why do we actually need populism and activism to do this? Uh, we <laughs> we struggled a bit with this. Um, and um, yeah, what we did was that we decided to broaden our literature review a bit. So as I said, we are we are rural entrepreneurship researchers, but we are not political scientists. But we we still engage with this uh, this uh, other body of literature. So we read up on political science literature and. Uh, 
I think once we did that, the connections became successively clearer that we actually could explain the connection between individualism and populism, for example, and activism and collectivism. So that was something that we struggled with. Uh, something else that we struggled with what was how we should actually conceptualize and make sense of our conceptual apparatus because we we used or borrowed from um, literature on storytelling practice and, and embeddedness and um, that's something I, I recall we also struggled a bit with. What is storytelling? What is a story? What is a narrative? How does uh, this relate to practice? Where is practice in storytelling and in narratives and so on? And what does this mean for embeddedness? That's something we also had to, to ponder quite a lot. And we, we got uh, uh, help from, you know, our own discussions, but also our, our two reviewers in this regard. During your research journey, what was for you the biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? Uh, I think many things uh, have been surprising. This, this is uh, both an interesting and peculiar case, this, um, this Moose Park and how it came into existence. So there's plenty. But perhaps the most surprising result uh, as at least how I see it, uh, is um, how basically any story could be about anything. How, you know, that story, whatever it is about, quite often contains both individualism and collectivism. So in, in our paper, uh, to exemplify, uh, we uh, we have uh, seen that, you know, even a story about a moose that steals tulips from, from a dinner table can both be about the individual entrepreneur, put the individual entrepreneur in the spotlight. So, for example, you know, when the entrepreneur tells this story, it could show that he or she um, is able to show compassion and empathy and so on. But simultaneously, this story could also uh, be more of collective nature. It, it could change uh, one's perception of moose, for example. Moose, they are unique individuals. They are very important to the Nordic cultural heritage. We don't have to shoot them to enjoy them and so on. So I think that's something that was surprising. Any story could contain both these things. Um, and um, I, um, I think also that, you know, based on this, if um, uh, we see entrepreneurship in practice as a game, it's obvious, I think, uh, and it's something that also surprised us, that you know this game contains many different positions and the entrepreneur can take different positions depending on the current situation he or she is embedded in so you know even if it's both individualism and collectivism in this it was also surprising to see that it's not not a dichotomy this it's basically about taking different positions on a spectrum. So that was also something that was surprising. I, we shouldn't see this as black or white or 
good or bad or or so it's it's more complex than that we take different posi uh, positions when we engage in uh, storytelling uh, or in entrepreneurship in practice so that was also what are the the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs managers practitioners in general policy makers uh, i think uh, what i've touched upon already is is uh, you know that's some of the important implications it's it's both an individual and a collective phenomenon entrepreneurship that is um, so basically you know that um, um, entrepreneurship that game is played by the individual but the individual cannot play by herself or himself I think that's that's the occasion but that being say, said if we are to look forward I think there is much more to learn here I think that's an important implication as well um, so I think we need to know more about this individualism and collectivism or populism and activism as we call it how does this play out in other contexts because I, as I said already, context is very important to this. So how does this function in other rural settings, for example? And also, I've mentioned others a few times by now. How does the other uh, respond to this and react to this, to these stories, whether individualist or, or collectivist? Uh, I think that's something uh, that we need to know more about. Um, I also think it would be interesting uh, to uh, to learn more about how this plays out on on different volumes. Uh, you know, in the beginning, I mentioned that me and my co-authors talked about uh, you know the high volume examples. So, but how are they actually played out? What happens in, you know, on the high, in the high volume settings, in the urban settings, for example, and the well-known, and the well-known setting, we need to know, know more about that. Um, it, it has become, uh, I think, uh, a very important factor in our daily lives, um, the stories we tell and how how they are used and play out. So how does that actually function? That would be interesting to know more about. And also, on the other hand, I think uh, we need to keep in mind that this case that we have studied is a very well-developed narrative that surrounds this park. But I think uh, it would also be interesting, interesting on that basis to study um, how this occurs when individualism and uh, collectivism is more difficult to perceive and capture. So how does this function in more mundane settings where the narrative isn't as strong as in this case? So that's also education um, and something that uh, would be interesting to, to learn more about. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Eric, for participating to our show and presenting your paper, The Moral of the Story, Populism and Activism in Entrepreneurship. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-ed.com and on the main podcast platform. Thank you, Vincent.